This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. From the Queen City Podcast Network studios in Uptown Charlotte, this is CLT First, Charlotte's first weekday news podcast. Today is Thursday, February the 1st. I'm Stuart Watson. I'm Amy Bristol. Beautiful and sunny today with a high of 58, low tonight of 37. Friday, mostly sunny with a high of 64 and a low of 38. Charlotte's office vacancy problem isn't limited to Uptown. This from the Charlotte Ledger. In fact, according to numbers from the real estate company CBRE, there are nine other Charlotte neighborhoods with a higher percentage of empty office spaces. NODA has the highest vacancy rate at just under 66%. And from all the construction cranes in Uptown and South End, now you might not know it, but commercial development has slowed down in the last year. And Charlotte Ledger's Tony Macia joins us with more. It seems like that Charlotte's going boom, 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 that, that there are all these all this construction. But you're telling me it slowed down. Yeah. I mean, are your eyes lying to you or is it just a matter of, you know, if you look at the data, it's not necessarily supported in the data. I mean, we always like to think that, okay, there's a new apartment complex everywhere around every corner all the time. But, you know, it's really if you look at the numbers, it's slowed down uh, across the board, not just for apartment complexes, but for office, industrial buildings and retail. Is this inflation, interest rates, that kind of thing? It's definitely that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I talk to developers, people in the local real estate industry, and they say it's definitely the interest rates. It's making these projects more expensive. It's harder to get financing for them. I mean, it's just like a, it's like what's going on in the residential housing market. You know, the mortgage rates are higher. And so everybody's just kind of sitting back saying, well, gosh, that's going to cost me a lot more if I go ahead and move into that new house because the interest rates have doubled. And the same thing going on on the commercial side, where it it makes the deals harder to put together because it's more expensive to borrow money. So a lot of them are just, a lot of these developers are just sort of laying back and waiting. I mean, you look at a lot of these spaces, you know, the old prices, Chicken Coop, you look at, um, you know, there's areas along South Boulevard in in Dilworth, Center South, that's been uh, announced years ago that hasn't materialized. There are a number of projects right now in the city that are on hold and the numbers actually are showing that, you know, 2023, there was less development um, than there was in 2022. And how is that going to, I guess, affect the the pricing of things like apartments and office space and, and all of that? Yeah, actually, the developers that I talked with on apartments, they're seeing rents uh, really stabilize and start to decline because although we have a lot of people moving to this area, in the last couple of years, we've been building a lot of apartments. That's probably no secret to anybody. And the supply, they say, is actually outpacing the demand. So if you look at the average apartment rents, they're actually coming down. I know we like to think like they're always going off the charts and everything is so expensive. And certainly they're higher than they were a few years ago. But but on the apartment side, there are a lot of apartments available out there now um, that that more so than there is demand. And so you're starting to see a leveling of that in apartment rents. You're also seeing that on the office side. There's a lot of questions about you know work from home and hybrid arrangements. Companies are taking less space in uh, office buildings. And so there's some questions there on the on the commercial rent side. So you know it might not feel like it uh, necessarily, but um, if you look at the numbers, uh, you know the the new construction is down in 2023. Thanks again, Tony, for joining us and uh, giving us the update on that. Well, thank you, Amy. Thank you, Stuart.
Early voting in Charlotte starts in just two weeks, February 15th. If you are not registered to vote yet, the deadline for registration is just in one week. So if you want to vote in the primary, register now. Anthony Wes Wesley has passed away. He was the sommelier at the McNitch House restaurant for 22 years. Wesley worked in fine dining for over three decades and in an Instagram post announcing his passing, the McNitch House restaurant said he turned interactions into unforgettable experiences. I'm loving this lost dog story. A lost dog found in Charlotte has been reunited with its owner in Florida. In Florida? Six years later. What? This from WFAA's Nick de la Canal. A Fort Lauderdale woman had given up her fluffy little pup named MJ to a neighbor when she downsized. And she'd microchipped the dog. But when a Charlotte animal control officer found the dog running loose here, he called her down in Florida. And the kids said, Mom, road trip. Oh, my gosh. So the family rents a minivan, drives the 10 hours, and picks up. MJ. What a great story. Where else would MJ be? After the break, celebrating Black history in Charlotte. Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. And commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all. When you want, wherever you want, on your schedule. There is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. Charlotte Hornets guard Terry Rozier was traded to the Miami Heat in January. Now he says there's a huge cultural difference between the Heat and the Hornets in that the Heat don't tolerate losing the way the Hornets do. Rozier was quoted in Sports Illustrated saying, when you're in Charlotte, you're just kind of used to losing. Ouch. I, I, I beg to differ. Yeah. I beg to differ. I don't think we're accustomed enough to losing. Yeah, no, no. Our friends at Q City Metro have a long list of events, many of them free, to celebrate Black History Month, and we would point you there. Uh, we're going to be promoting more of these events later on CLT First. They start this weekend, but check out Q City Metro. You'll have a full list of events. And this I love. That's novel books um, over at Camp North End. It's at 300 Camp Road actually has a silent book club. Now, it's exactly like what it sounds. You show up there at six o'clock tonight and you and the other people that show up with your individual books will talk for about 30 minutes about the books that you brought with you. And then you go your separate ways at 6.30 and for the next hour, you read your books in silence. Thank you, Amy. Lots more to do in the QC for the weekend. We'll have it tomorrow on CLT First. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.